welcome to and unmanageable life. <laughs> you okay, ready? Un okay. Welcome to and unimaginable life. I got hood balls right now. So they are so in my face. I don't know what they're doing, but this could be interesting if they don't shut up. I am. Um, I love you guys. I'll see you in about an hour, hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. Y'all have fun. You have to tell me about it later. Good morning. We are so pleased to be here with all of you on this perfect day. We would like to talk with you today about a subject that you went into yesterday in great detail with your beloved Joshua teachers. We, again, have to settle Chrissy. She would like to jump about the room with displays of physical affection. So we are calming her at this moment. The topic of authenticity. This was discussed over and over yesterday. And we began to play with Christy a bit on this as she was falling asleep and she would have none of it. But we would like to pose a question to you. And that is that if you are all one, and we assure you that you are, at your very core, one. And in this oneness, you are eternal. You are limitless. You are everything and nothing. All at the same time. If this is the case, and again, we assure you it is, then how could you, any of you, or anything, ever be inauthentic? It is not possible. As we were discussing this with Christine, she said, but white light. What about a moment that I act on some urge to throw a plate or smack someone or the moments where I will not push past fear to follow some inspiration. What about the moments where I hide who I am knowingly out of concern or fear that some other one will reject or be upset or offended by that part of me. Or better yet, what about those times where I believe that something I am going to do will anger, upset, or offend another, yet I do it anyway, and just keep it a secret? How is this not inauthentic and we say it is not you cannot be inauthentic ever as you move along this journey and specifically those of you in this room those listening you are consciously choosing to see the perfection in everything, in every experience you encounter, to see the love in it. In doing this, you are becoming more consciously aware of who and what you are. Authenticity, as we have told you, is choosing the highest perspective that you can believe in any moment, and we mean believe, and speaking and acting from that perspective. You are doing this all the time. 
even in your lying and cheating and stealing. You are authentic in that moment. You are never inauthentic. We honor the luminescent beings of love and light that you are. And we are happy to talk with you about anything you would like to discuss today. Who would like to begin? Nice to meet you. I had a recent miscarriage and this morning and some mornings, I feel like a little lost soul. This is exactly where you are supposed to be. You are not lost. You are becoming, you are becoming found. This experience was intended by you and by the consciousness of the little one that is with you and will always be with you. And this experience is part of the light on your path. These emotions that you are feeling, this is part of this. This is a part of you you were unaware existed because you have not allowed yourself to explore this deeply. Yeah. There is but one way for you to light up these dark rooms. That is all you are doing. And this little one came to feel through you, to share this with you. You will be together again. You are together now, but we understand from your perspective that it feels lost. This child feels lost to you. And in this physical reality, this is truth. But you have many rooms within you that the door is shut, the light is off, and there is nothing there that is bad. They are beautiful rooms, but they have been dark and closed off. This experience opened one of those doors and you are afraid of it. You just need to turn on the light. You brought this to you to show yourself what you are capable of. You are strong and you can love. You believe that you cannot. Do you hear us? You believe that you cannot truly love. You believe you were not shown how to love. And you believe that you have played parts to get love, but have never truly been able to feel and express it. You are feeling it now because you are love. This room just has a bit of dust and darkness. The light is coming on, opening the windows. You are pure love. This moment is a step toward becoming that which you would like to become, that which you are. Without this, the next experience would not be possible in the way you would like to experience it. Do you understand what we are saying? I think so. You are not lost. Yeah. You're just turning the light on step by step following the next best feeling thing. Finding this highest perspective you can 
in the moment. And it may feel as if you are going back and forth and up and down. Today, I understand the reason for this. This is perfect for me and I understand. And in the next moment, you blame everyone outside of you. <laughs> you want to know why you were not given a book about this when you were in high school and told that this is what a miscarriage feels like and you should understand this. Yeah. You wanted to be prepared for this, but you cannot be prepared for any experience. Yeah. And this is not what you desire in your life. You want adventure. You want experience. You are so loving that you choose to experience for others and you choose to have experience so that you can be of assistance to others as they experience something similar. Can you see how loving you are? This is not conscious for you, but this is what you have done. As you heal this and you move through these emotions and feel them, do not be afraid. This is opening you. You are understanding that your heart is alive. Your love is alive. And then you are prepared for the next and the next without fear that you are incapable of being this to another. Do you understand? Yeah. You are beautiful. You too. <laughs> thank you. Is that it? Okay, thank you. <laughs> we believe this is the high priestess in the room. <laughs> Do you all see this? Yes. Magnificent. Mm -hmm. I would like some information about asking for help. I was told yesterday that I have a physical condition um, that's related to that. So I was hoping, asking your help today. There's... This is a wonderful step. You are witnessing someone who believes that asking for help confirms that she is not smart, confirms that she is not capable. There is not another that knows her that believes these things to be true, but she believes them to be true. If I ask for help, then I prove to myself that I am not smart and that I am not capable and that I cannot do this. This was a message that we gave to Christine in her meditation yesterday, that this shaking you experience in your hands is actually a holding back of the flow of energy, but you must reach out to others in connection, asking for the help of another is giving another an opportunity to serve. You do not ask for help to put someone to work, to burden them. You ask for help as a gift to them, whether that is to open a door, explain a concept, hold you while you cry, Yes? Now, in your memory, what is the last thing you needed help with that you did not ask for? Um, emotions. And what about these emotions? This communication from yeah. your inner self. What is it about the help with this that is something that would confirm that you are weak and not smart. Understanding them. Um, Breathe. Um, yeah. It feels burdensome. Yes. 
And there we have it. You have an inner self that is guiding you right now, every moment. And this guidance, this communication to you that you are learning to interpret, learning to assimilate, learning to transmute this, learning to move up this scale. You have also given yourself the gift of friends that love and support you. Friends who in doing this, learn themselves, get an opportunity to share with you, to deepen a concept, to give of themselves in ways that without you, they would not have. That is a gift to them. In reaching and asking for help, you are pulling them up. You are not weighing them down. This is not possible. You lift each other. You must change how you see this reach out. It is simply an extension of those beautiful hands. The energy within them wants to reach and you are holding it back. Yeah. And it is powerful. Did you watch your friends move energy yesterday? Absolutely. Did you see the hands shake? Did you see this? It is powerful energy that cannot be contained, although the physical trying to contain it causes this to be visible. This is what is occurring with you. There is nothing more than that. To reach out, you can start small. You can say, my husband pissed me off yesterday and I need to talk to you about it. And you can spend five minutes talking to a friend who will laugh and help you rise up. And believe me, they will receive more benefit from that conversation than you ever will. <laughs> and as you practice this and you see the light and hear the light in their voice and you feel better and you understand more of who you are and you know them just a bit more and you see that those same friends reach to you now mm -hmm. because you have made yourself available you have become vulnerable in a sense they know what and who you really are mm -hmm. and they can trust you they will then reach to you and it is mutual it is a dance of physicality it is why you are here it is not just to do and take care of and be quiet and be seen. Mm -hmm. It is to be heard, shout, reach, lift, love. This is how you do it. And you know how to do it. It is natural to you. You are a natural teacher. To teach you must reach to them. Do you understand? Do you hear what we are saying to you? I do. I'll ponder it and reach out and get help. Thank you. The seat is very warm. The hot seat. Who's next? Ah. <laughs> All right. Stay close and speak in the microphone. So <clears throat> okay. So <clears throat> I had a very eventful day yesterday. Yes, you did. And then came a couple manifestation events right after. <laughs> And surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it had to do with feeling like I let somebody down back at home. So something that I'm a partner with, a relationship with, it's new. And uh, <clears throat> I guess, how do I not 
feel tethered in my spiritual growth by letting someone else's emotions attach. We can feel okay. the vibration of the question. It is not articulated exactly as you mean it, but we will answer in this way. Okay. You are, as many of you are in this room, aware of your empathic nature. You are one with all, and many of you are quite sensitive to this. This is a concept of feeling something about what someone else is feeling. Yes, yes. And this is something to play with. It is a game you wish to play. But it can be done on its own. It does not need to come into play in your own path in that way. Now, we will say it this way too. You are the only one who can attach a stream from you to someone else in any sense at all. You are one no matter what. You are eternally connected no matter what. Always. You are here to play and to grow. This one is here as promised to teach you where you are limiting yourself. And that is all. When you feel this self-imposed limitation, it does not matter if this other one is directly saying to you, this makes me feel bad when you do this. Do not leave me. Do not go there. Do not read this. Do not say this. It does not matter. They can say nothing. You have no idea what their perspective truly is. Even if they tell you what their perspective is, you do not know. Your sovereign, you are your own. You are your own. You are not aware of this yet. This teacher, friend, partner, is not free until you untether yourself. You are binding your partner. They must continue to behave in this way, to attempt to make you feel, to say, to do, until you yourself release the rope. When you ask the question, how do I not feel this when I do this? You simply change how you see what you are doing. The emotion of feeling this is communication. Your inner self is telling you that you are feeling limited. You are seeing this in the wrong way. Ah, there's no wrong. <laughs> you shift your perspective. Now, let's ask you this. When you say, I am going on this spiritual path, I am doing these things. And when I do, this one comes to mind, or I have this communication, and then I feel tethered. What is it about your spiritual path and doing these things that you enjoy that you are looking at as something that leaves another one behind? Mm. I guess it's the reaction um, of the other person and <laughs> right okay <laughs> uh, that i allow to feel what they're feeling but it also is helping me because i did ask the question okay so what can i do to help communicate better and change something different instead of going back into a spiral again this is <laughs> wanting to change these conditions, the condition of this one. Mm -hmm. We will talk with you a bit about 
how we speak with Christy in this sense. And it is that you are feeling this because you have an attachment to an outcome. You are not wanting what comes next. You are wanting a result. You are wanting an outcome, be it the relationship or the event that you are attending, something that you are seeking on this spiritual path, something you are thinking, some destination you are getting to. And there is a destination in this relationship. And in the moment that you are inspired, the fear that comes up is that if I do this, this relationship will not become what it must become. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The death grip on the outcome of this relationship is the feeling of the tether. Okay. It is not the relationship. It is not the friend, the partner. It is your attachment to how it must look, to how you must look within it, to where it must go. If I behave in this way, this one will not love me. This one will wander. This one will not be committed to me. We will not go where I want to go. We will not have what I think we could have. We promise you, if you do not have what you think you want to have, you do not want it. You want what comes next. It does not matter. You want what comes next. In the moment, you become aware, I have just found a limitation. Now, what do I do with this? What do I believe? I believe what? <clears throat> if I do this, what? If I don't do this, what? Then... And then, well, another relationship that fails. Another one bites the dust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, and you, you have a trail of them, don't you? <laughs> 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 In this event, you have met friends and you feel love for them oh yeah absolutely and you will go your separate ways and you will live your lives and you will always feel love and if you perhaps never speak to one of them again is that relationship a failure no it is not mm -hmm. then what is it about this one that is a failure if it does not continue past tomorrow <laughs> yeah, but, um... I guess it's the the effort and the emotion that I seem to love more. I don't know if that's even the attachment to the outcome yeah. of the relationship. <laughs> that is all that it is. Okay. It is this must be forever. This must be a few years. This must be the only one. This one must love only me. Mm -hmm. This must be contained in this box. If it mm. escapes this box, it is a failure. Mm. This is not the thought process of the conscious creator that you are. You can be, do, have all of it. Do you want 10 romantic relationships at one time? Do you want one? Do you want one forever? Do you want to move through one every 30 days and then one every 18 months? Do you want to hold powwows? <laughs> Do you want to meditate? Do you want to love and have friends and travel? Do you want to speak in front of thousands of people? Do you want to express who you are in every way possible for you? This is what you want. Your inner self knows what you want. This relationship, being in a box, is not what you want, is what you think you want. And you do not know. You find this place within you that understands you are sovereign and you are the creator. You are magnificent and there is not one limit on you. Not one, nothing. 
anything that is possible in this universe and others is possible for you right now. Love whoever you want to love. Be whatever you want to be. Do it in your way and it will be perfect for those that come to you, those that are with you now. And if it is not for that one or for you, then it will move and change and it is perfect and the next will come and the next will come or none will come because it is not what you truly want. You do not know from this perspective where you are going. You have no idea. But when you arrive, and you never will, you will love it. This attachment is what causes the angst of everyone in this room all of the time. If I don't get my meal served hot enough for me, the dinner is a failure. If I don't get the pink room with the gray bathroom, I do not want to go on this trip. This trip has been horrible. <laughs> you want what comes next. Perhaps you feel negative emotion when that comes. Every one of you, you know exactly what to do. This is communication. You say, aha, I'm being limited. What is it? I will find it. I will deal with that and I will move on. There is no need to fear the negative emotion of this one in your life not approving of what you are doing or being. This does not matter. They can only be in your experience what they can be for you. You are doing it to show yourself that you are limited. Recognize this. Oh, they will change immediately in your experience when you change how you see yourself instantly it's the law instantly there's nothing out here you are doing it this is a puppet that has agreed to be exactly what you need to be yes yes, yes absolutely of course, you feel tethered. You, I'm attached. This is this one that must be this. I oh, I've put an entire year into this relationship. It better damn well be what I want it to be, because I've spent a whole wasted year with you. So you will become what I want you to be. You move. You rise, you change, you shift in every moment. It is quite simple for two to move and rise and change and shift together and dance together and play together. And this is lovely. And it is also just perfect to dance together and move apart and dance together and move apart and dance with others. It does not matter. It is what is right for you, what you have set for yourself. And it is set. It's going to be what it's going to be. How do you want to experience it? You are here. You want to do this. Mm -hmm. Would you like to lean into it and think nothing of what is happening elsewhere? Because there's nothing happening. When you are here, this one does not exist. That's do you see? That's the problem. <laughs> he feels that. <laughs> <laughs> he cannot feel any other way in your experience. You do not know how he feels. You believe you do, but you do not. You cannot truly know as empathic as you are. You can feel this vibration and you interpret it in a way that you feel it. Christy does this at times. Many in this room, her friends are extraordinary with this, but it is not specifically the same for this one as it is for this one. You are unique. You are your own universe. This information you are getting is for you. You are not getting this for him. 
You are getting this for you to show you that you are not looking at this from the highest perspective you can. That's all. You are limiting yourself. And this is why you brought this feeling. You know how he feels, but you don't. Mm -hmm. He cannot behave any different until you begin to see that this limitation is unnecessary. It is an illusion. You can have all of it. And you do not need any one specific thing to be as you think it should be. You do not. If you can let go of this and just see what comes, follow your inspiration, listen to that inner self, do what feels best to you, express your love all the time in whatever way you can. What comes next is exactly what you want. And it doesn't matter what package it's in. Your inner self, this universe, knows exactly how to give it to you. You need to do nothing. And you certainly need not worry and feel tethered to another. That's me right. Good job manifesting that, right? <laughs> you are probable. No, thank you. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Okay, so I, my heart is like really beating out of my chest. It's not nerves. I used to think it was, but wow, it's crazy. Um, and I don't know, I didn't realize I had a question, of course, but I do have a question. Um, so, and I don't know where this is going to go. Um, we do. Of course you do. <laughs> so that's <laughs> way ahead of her. Okay. So I have this thing around death, not my own, but my very good friend, Carolyn died. And I was the last person who saw her in consciousness and physical. I found my friend Susan, dead, very peaceful. And now the, what's been going on recently is if I'm on Instagram and I follow people who we believe we don't know, I'll have a thought like, oh, I wonder how their family would be if they died. And a week later, they die. And then I was walking down the street. And I caught something and the thought came in my head. Hmm, I never noticed. There's something if I notice something, I just notice it. And then a couple of days later, something happens to that person. So, and I feel that I've always had this ability, but it scared me when I was little and I blocked it off. Like I thought I caused it. So please tell me what I need to know. This is a beautiful question. And this is something that Christy experienced with meditation, believing that something was caused by something that she did. Right. A death. Now, what you are experiencing is, of course, an ability. Now, let's ask you this question. Have you noticed that for some reason... You are not afraid to die. Yes, I know. No, you are not. No. You are one of few. This comes with this ability. There are those who are not afraid of ghosts, and they make a movie of these, and they call them Ghostbusters. Because no one else will go, but they will go. No one else wanted to find your friend. No one else wanted to be the last one to speak before her death. And most people do not like that feeling. That is uncomfortable. For you, it is not. This is something that you agreed to do. You are a bit of a cleanup in that way. Without this fear of death, your ability to connect to others 
on this topic is quite easy for you. You do not cause this. You know this. You are acutely aware of this. This beating in your chest is very much like the shaking of your friend. It is an energy moving through you as you consciously connect to this ability, even to begin to discuss this ability, the energy begins to move through you. There are branches among branches of this ability that you can uncover and would be of most benefit to you and to those around you. But this is just simply low-hanging fruit. Okay. You are not afraid of death because you chose not to be. This is an ability you brought with you. Right. Yes. You will see as you lean into it and become aware of your lack of fear and comfortable in the understanding that you cannot cause the death of another. This is chosen by all of you. This life occurs in the moment. Your inner self experiences this life instantly. You string it along and experience it in linear time, moment by moment by moment. It is what it is. This point of exit, there are opportunities for humans to, and any, in a physical reality, to move that about to decide to go sooner to excite to extend but this is something that you are all aware of you just in your human perspective are not it would freak you out to know there's a reason for that but you are tuned into this just as christy is tuned into the already dead ones same same different expression of the same ability. Now, what could you do with this if you allowed it to integrate within you and to become someone with this ability to comfort, to soothe, to encourage, to see that perhaps this one is going to exit soon without the fear, the feeling that death is bad, with this understanding that is innately, consciously, humanly with you, quite rare. What could you do with this? That's the question. The possibilities are limitless. It is a gift. It is a gift to everyone. And as you now are shifting from, I am afraid of this, I am a bad person, or I have some thing that I do to people that I am unaware of, and I'm going to have to lock myself in a room and not look at anyone because I killed them, right? This is not true. This right. is, you know this, now you release this, you write about this, you speak with your inner self about this. As you shift that perspective and recognize the incredible gift that this is, the ideas and inspirations for how this could be expressed by you will begin to come. You cannot hear them yet as you let go and understand that your excitement about Christie's ability to speak with dead people was extraordinary. It is the same. You have the same ability expressed in a slightly different way. How powerful is that? It is magnificent. And you are just scratching the surface. As you release the fear, lean into it. You are not responsible. I don't feel it. And this ability is for no one but you. You brought it for you. For you. Your ability to share it and express it and the satisfaction that you will receive when it is received and you see the difference that it makes will be unlike anything you have ever experienced. You just let go of the fear. 
little by little. There is nothing to be afraid of. It is magnificent. It is powerful. It is psychic, as you call it. And it has many, many other branches that as you move through, you will discover and they will tie together in a beautiful belt for you. Do you see? I do. Your heart has slowed down. It just it just snapped. Mm-hmm. Yes. But the whole time it was just, yes. <laughs> Can I just ask you one question? No. <laughs> <laughs> Say you go to a funeral. And the feelings that you feel around people, right? The feelings, it just understood to be sadness. But what happens if it's just love misunderstood? Does that make sense? It's like the, right. like everybody just assumes that when you go to a funeral, it's supposed to be sad. But really that sadness is just the feeling of love. This- Everything is the feeling of love. Right. No matter what. Right. This sadness that you see around you at an event like this is simply the perspective of those all watching it and seeing it as loss, as an end, as too soon, as I will never again. And their inner selves of all of those are saying, no, no, this is not what we're doing. This is wonderful. This is, and the separation between that perspective and the perspective they are holding feels like sepsis. It is love. Right. Right. Joy. But they just, Christy cannot help herself. She giggles uncontrollably at a funeral. Uncontrolled. She can't, has since she was a small child. She has never understood why this was such pomp and circumstance. It was ridiculous to her. And she laughs uncontrollably every time. You do the same. You can feel it. You can feel the lightness in it. Can you feel the, can you be a transmuter? Does that sound funny? Like for some reason it's, I just keep getting that transmuter. Of course you can. This is something that must be agreed upon. You understand this, yes? I do. This is not someone's perspective, is not something that you reach in and move for them. They cannot hold it. Okay. It cannot be done. But you have agreements and you have abilities and you can shift perspective. You can shift it energetically. You can shift it with communication. You can shift it with physical expression. Many ways to shift perspective. It is done in a poor attempt by sending food and flowers to those who have some bereavement. It's just pointless and does not work. But this is an attempt to shift that perspective to support. But of course, you can transmute that by assisting them to shift their perspective. You will not change the communication from their inner self. You cannot do that. You cannot remove an emotion that is communication from their inner self. But you can help them raise their perspective closer to that of their inner self, and suddenly they feel happy. Yes? Thank you. I felt uh, inspired to come here when you said Ghostbusters. (laughs) I'm going to be Ghostbusters for Halloween, and I don't think it's a coincidence. It was just me. And uh, I'm also uh, not afraid of death. I don't think I've ever been, but it became really clear, you know, since I started this spiritual path. And uh, I have this feeling that I'm getting ready to um, experience vision, seeing dead people. And I think if it was happening right now, I would be really terrified. So I have this feeling that I'm working towards this and, you know, I don't know how long it will take, but at some point being able to actually see not only like visions in meditation that I experience now, but actually seeing stuff that would be really, that could be scary if I wasn't prepared is, is this, is this intuition that I have like, real or (laughs) let us ask you this question why do you believe you would feel fear because um once i was looking out of my window at night and i saw what i thought was like a 
a little kid standing out in the rain, like like in a horror movie. It was really just a a light, and uh, it was not. It, it was. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. And in, in, and in my head, it was like, oh, yeah, that would be really scary if it actually was. But it wasn't scary because you said, oh, it's just a light. Yes. And you said, then I'm not scared. But you were not scared. Because then I'm like, oh, yeah, I was wrong. I, that was not. <laughs> we believe you are beginning to answer your own question. Yes. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. We will go a bit off here for you. You understand that you are a reality that is three-dimensional, in a sense, yes. There's a cube, and this cube is three-dimensional. Within that cube, you can make a cross. This is a three-dimensional cross, yes? Yes. Two dimensions, it's a square, yeah, yeah. yes? Yeah. These geometric shapes that you see, you are all that. You are these shapes. You are geometric shapes. This is difficult to grasp, but play with us here a bit. In two dimensions, if you are there, and this is all you can see, you see the square, but it is actually a cube, but you can only see the square. But as one might do that is in two dimensions that stretch and expand and grow and begin to catch glimpses of this three-dimensional reality where suddenly they see the square but they can see now this shadow of a cube it's always been there but it cannot be seen in this dimension a cube has a fourth dimension shape. It has a fifth dimension shape. And you are looking at cubes, what you do not understand and cannot see in this third dimensional reality, not third density, 3D reality, yeah. is that this cube has a fourth dimension. It's a different shape. And as you rise in your conscious awareness, now you can see the shadow mm. of this other part of this cube. This is occurring for several of you who are seeing different sorts of energy and seeing things that this is not there, but it is there. It is simply what is a shadow of what is actually there. It is geometry. No. This is a foundation to understand what you might see. Mm -hmm. You can see these things. Mm -hmm. And you are seeing these things. Currently seeing these things. Mm -hmm. You are perfectly naturally explaining it away yeah. as that is just the shadow of the cube. It's really just a cube. That's just the shadow somehow. Yeah. Christy will see shadows when there's no light that could make the shadow move in that way. She will see figures moving that make no sound. What the hell is that? Mm. It is just raising your conscious awareness to see it. To raise this awareness, you must automatically release fear yeah. it just falls away as you do your work mm -hmm. yes yes and you discuss with friends and then you see something and there is less fear because you have polished off sanded down more limitation mm -hmm. you see something you are just not afraid it isn't there from your perspective you believe you will be afraid when you see this. Yes. You will not yes. see it until you will not be afraid. Yes. Okay. Do you see? Yeah. Your premonition is neither correct or incorrect. It is occurring now. And you are aware. You just simply see and oh, 
that must be that. Mm. And you move on because you are not ready. This fear has not left you. Yes. You can do this with intention. Mm -hmm. You can move through this. You can write about this. You can continue to find these places where you are limited and polish them off. Prove to yourself this is untrue. Mm -hmm. As you do, you will see more and more. And this affinity you have for those that have recently transitioned, there is a reason that you have this and that you have this clear ability in your meditation. Mm -hmm. It is the low hanging fruit for you. Mm -hmm. It is what is easy for you. Mm -hmm. You have many more, but this one is easy. Math is easy for some. Some are natural gymnast mm -hmm. is just easy for them. This mm -hmm. is easy for you. You will see them the more you release your fear and it will not be scary. You cannot see it if it is scary. Mm -hmm. Yes? Yes. Thank you so much. All right. So for several weeks, I've been getting um, a clear message from my inner self that I have all the answers within me. I don't know why I'm emotional. <laughs> <laughs> that I have all the answers within me. Within me. There's no reason for me to go outside of myself. And that even when I go outside of myself, I'm looking to control things. The interesting thing is that about a week ago, very clear while I'm taking a shower, I got the message, you believe being vulnerable makes you weak. And I guess I'm trying to understand the message of finding the answers within yourself and yet being vulnerable because I don't feel like it means asking for help, but I don't understand specifically how they go together. We believe that yesterday you sat in our chair <laughs> and as you spoke, you answered your own question. Did yes. you not? Yes. <laughs> so that you could sit here today and ask a question about how do I answer my own question? Because I have all the answers. <laughs> this control that you speak of is certainly expressing itself in the outcomes and these outside conditions that everyone wants to control and shift and change. But for you and for most of you, this control is about controlling yourself. It is about doing it right. And you must always do it right. This is paramount in your existence. It must be right. You must do this the right way. Yes? Yes. I'm thinking of piano lessons as a kid. Yes. yes. <laughs> but what if you were to be told by your Joshua teachers and by us, that you have always done it right. And not only that, there is no possible way for you to ever do it wrong. Now, what if I do this? And what if I do this? And how do I do this? And I must do this. And I must do this. And this must happen this way. And that must happen that way. That is right as well. This thinking, 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 overthinking, which way, which way, left, right, is also just perfect. It makes you beautiful, magnificent. It is extraordinary. You know in every moment that if you have a thought to reach for a friend, to listen, to ask a question on a podcast, to read a book, to sit with Gary for hours on coaching calls, that this is part of the path. And that within itself is an answer for you to a question. 
you may not even have the question. It is just the inspiration. I would like to talk with my friend, Gary. I would like to be coached. I would like to ask Joshua a question. As you let go more and more, you are doing beautiful of this need to do this right, to be right. And we will add this for you today. This idea that there is a destination for you. You're there. And you are never going to get there. Your destination is sitting right here with us. And your beautiful, magnificent friends right now. There's nowhere to go. There's no right thing to do to get you to this imaginary place you want to go. And what we will promise you is that one day you will turn around and realize, how did I get here? (laughs) You have no idea what you want. But what you want is what's next for you. And you want savor that. This, this right now. Look at it. Feel it. Let yourself express love, your ideas. You are brilliant. Express them to your friends. Draw a picture. Write a story. In the moment, be here. Be with Ava. Be with them. In the moment, their perfection is all that matters. In the moment, the perfection of this moment of every coffee cup and slipper and smile and sigh and giggle of your friends in this room and the light, these trees, the sky, this is perfect. You don't need to do anything. You don't need to not do anything. What does Pam want to express? What do you want to see? There's not an answer. That's why your inner self is telling you this. <clears throat> you have it all, but it isn't inside locked in here. It is here, it is there. It's there. This is you. Your inner self says the answers are you within you. Reach for whatever you want. Study. Whatever you want to do, not to get somewhere. To live in this moment and be everything you want to be right now. Yes? Yes. Thank you. Hmm. Hello. Hello. To piggyback on being here now and appreciating all the moments, how can I get past and transmute what I would call anxiety energy that traps me sometimes from feeling what the beauty that is now? Because sometimes I feel trapped in my own energy. When you say trapped. <laughs> like it is doesn't this, feel like who I am. It's not me. It's because something it else. is not. It is not who you think you are. You are not familiar with this energy. It is not trapping you. It is pushing you. It feels like it's literally trying to come out of my skin, though. It is pushing you. It is coming from every direction. It is what is inside of you, this magnificence. You have this beautiful, majestic queen in a matchbox. (laughs) Now, this matchbox is spectacular. (laughs) The matchbox is very uncomfortable. (laughs) Yes, but it's beautiful. (laughs) 
and it sits in a beautiful restaurant on the same table every night. Lovely people, lovely conversation. It's this beautiful little matchbook, and she is crammed in there. <laughs> this is all you feel. You are not familiar with her. We have an idea. When you feel this energy coming through, you, as the consciousness expressed as Kelly, have the ultimate power. This is created by you to just wake you up, become aware. Now you say, I hear you. I feel you. I would like to get to know you. I promise. I will move to another room, the first opportunity I have, and we will talk. We promise she will quiet down. Okay. Then you must fulfill that promise. Because I can't outrun her. I 